Hey guys, welcome to Bean in the Nut Podcast. I'm Eric the Bean. And I'm Zach the Nut. And we're here to talk about working in the bar industry. Cocktails and life in the great state of Texas. So, uh, the reason we wanted to start this podcast was to just talk to everybody, give uh, stories about working in the bar industry, both actively working in an industry that might deal with people after the bar industry, crazy stories that go along with it, and maybe... Uh, Give you some good alcohols you can try and get everything, honestly. Good, good recipes. We'll, we'll see what we can do. So, Eric, how'd we meet? You've been a bartender for what, six years now? Yeah, damn near. Or actually, a little bit more longer than that. I'm going on 10 years bartending. Actually, tending bar, not actually bartending, but over at, uh, at Three Pints as of right now. That's where I work at in El Paso, Texas. Um, I'm going four years now. Actually, February is going to be my fourth year. Holy cow. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, I was bartending. Zach was uh, actually just a patron. He was an uh, enthusiastic patron. <laughs> yeah, at that. <laughs> but he would come in and uh, a group of soldiers was actually like, there's six, good six or seven of us. Six plus at least that would come in, but I want to say Zach and maybe like four of them were actually like regulars, regulars. And with that being said, I'm talking about like just um, our buddy Blackwell, um, Blackwell, Ingram, um, Dan, Dan, Jesse, Jesse Bauer. Or Bauer would be off and on because you'd be out there fucking. He was the most responsible, level-headed one of us. That honestly is the only one of us that has gotten out, and I would say has done the best with his life. Ranching up in Montana, being a volunteer firefighter. <laughs> so shout out to you, old JB. No, it's true. I mean, uh, for the most part, I mean, well, shoot, I mean, but by responsible, he also had a fucking distillery over. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he did have a distillery <laughs> by some old Nazi up in uh, the uh, hills. Real does so. Yeah. Up in the woods. I mean, God damn it, bro. We should do a hiking trip one day. That would be a future podcast. <laughs> hiking around looking for... That's going to be a myth. We're going to perpetuate. Yeah. So, Brower, I mean, if you're hearing this, I mean, hopefully give some incentive of the coordinates of where it was. where Or where it was. So, I mean, maybe we could... He's going to be like, you're in El Paso? Go north. Like, oh, <laughs> thanks, Boston Pete. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> That's about it, though. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, heavily drinking there for a bit. Uh, yeah. Me and Daly, would, oh, we'd start okay. off our day with Irish coffees, have a couple beers at lunch, a 30-pack, either split or a piece after work, and then come to Three Pints and still have an 80 to $200 bar tab every day. Yeah. There's been many times where you've held on to my debit card for longer than a week or I, two. Yeah. No, a week. Probably, probably but I would say a week. Usually I'd run out of money usually the 10th of the month. <laughs> and just I'd come in on the, on, on the 15th, just tail tucked between my legs like... I need to be my bar time. I'm well aware I'm a piece of shit. I need to pay this and open a new one. Thank you. <laughs> and at times it'd be one of those things where like... You know what? I don't think we should open up another tab for him. Just, I mean, I'd just, be donating plasma and walking in with cash, and I'm like, here, I can pay today. <laughs> as, he's, as he's lightly, like, lightheaded, almost about to pass out, like, oh, bro, I don't think you need a beer. Give me a beer. Shot, then. 
You're right, no beer. We should do whiskey. <laughs> no, you're a dick when you drink whiskey. You're right, two of them. <laughs> yeah. No, that's bad math. <laughs> but yeah, good times there. Um, Fuck. Other than that, then I mean... Um, By the way, this is our uh, second run. We had a good... 30, 40 minutes of content we just recorded. Yeah, but we thought uh, didn't didn't turn out the way we planned. Yeah, so so my dumbass, I kept I kept posting stuff on Facebook saying like, hey, you should listen to our podcast, whatever. Yeah, I kept I kept checking in all that good stuff. So I mean, from now on, Romo is the designated. He checks the Facebook, and we just keep recording just because. I mean. <laughs> Bad at technology. There's so I don't know if you close out one, or not close out, but if you go from one app to another, it closes out another one. So I mean, that was pretty the shitty part. But. And um, anyways, tonight's <laughs> so, night is brought to you. Uh, they're not a sponsor, but they are still brought to you by PBR and uh, Fireball. Fireball is yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's we're right. getting uh, basic white white girl hillbilly wasted. That's right. And uh, you know what? And it's it's not a the hipster kind of thing. It's I think we're just dude. I'm from California, so when I show up, like my, my ex wife's family, we're all are still raging alcoholics. <laughs> so they only show sell 24 packs too in California of PBR. So I'd go across the street, get a 24 pack of Vaughn, uh, uh, PBR at Vaughn's. Come over, so they're drinking them. They're just like, "Ew, you drink PBR?" And I'm like. Yeah, I sure fucking do. Because growing up, my dad always put pepper on all his shit. And he was raised Catholic with, you know, seven brothers and sisters. And I'm like, why do you put fucking pepper and spicy shit on everything? He's like, because no one else fucking eats it. <laughs> no, that sounds about right. And the funny thing, uh, yeah, it's funny they say about that. Because, uh, so the reason I started drinking PBR was because uh, my daddy started drinking PBR. And, uh, it was just one of those beers where I just kind of, like, it was, just, it was just there. It's always been there, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always been a... Yeah, drinking, I grew up super religious, and so drinking was never a big thing in my family. Uh, growing up super religious, that's kind of the way I am today. Not religious, just fucked up. But, um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I know if I show up to my ex-wife's family's house with a 24-pack of PBR... I get every single one of those beers. No, that, Nobody's going to touch it. And, and they would and, go on two or three beer runs a night. And I'm sitting there just like, all right, you guys have fun. I'm, I'm good right here. See, and the funny thing about that is, is that all, all, uh, all of my friends, you know, they all drink Miller and Coors Light and stuff like that. So I'm the only one that drinks PBR. I can't everybody, drink Miller. Everybody thinks that I'm, I'm the piece of shit for fucking only drink. PBR, but I mean, no, honestly, I get every single last, exactly, I get every single last bit of some bitches, you know what I'm saying, like, it's one of those things where, it's uh, not smooth, it's not drinkable, it feels like George Washington going down your throat to fight the Redcoats, but it's American. Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Milwaukee, but I mean, hey. That's still I, America. I never, I never, uh, never doubted one bit of it, but I mean, shoot. <laughs> Now, I will say, I can't drink Miller, though, because there was a guy I, uh, I served with, and while in Cuba, he was in my room. And this guy was the, besides myself, 
when you first met me. The most raging alcoholic I've ever met every day was a 12-pack of Miller Lite and a bottle of Crown Royal. I used to drink Crown Royal a lot, too. Now, See, I like Crown Royal, though. Crown, Crown, Crown is actually one... I mean, is it Canadian? Yes, but... I mean, it's, you, it's a good hold, whiskey. Okay, but hold on. You get an exception because you're dating a Canadian. So. <laughs> I'm just trying to liberate and oppress people. <laughs> Nobody likes Canadians. Nobody does. I'm very surprised you are as liberal as I know. You're as <laughs> liberal? My good sir. I have never... Oh, fuck. That's a joke, by the way. That's a joke. I'm just... No. Hillary, <laughs> You're dating the Canadian. That's, Hillary, that's why I'm saying this. Hillary Clinton 2020. Let's do it. Let's get the first female president in there. Oh, God. Uh, 100%. Hopefully she runs with somebody less evil as her counterpart, like <laughs> Beelzebub. Um, but no. Anyway, so this guy, I'll call him... Uh, blackhead, because he had a blackhead the size of my pinky in his ear. Every day he would drink that. And this is the first person I thought I killed with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> so Schwerin's passed out on the couch, and we had a whole Shaft day. Shaft that Schwerin? Yeah, Daniel Schwerin. You Schwerin. don't work with technology, so you'll never hear this. So uh, he's actually a really <laughs> big proponent in the gay community. Yep, he is big into dude 69ing. Okay, well, that's a first. Yeah, imagine that, and the sound. The sound's the best part of that image. Okay. Um, so, he was already passed out on the couch. Um, shoo, what do I call him? Blackhead. Almost had his real name there. He's probably, he's probably dead. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> so, um, I'll call him Rack. So Rack came in earlier. So it's not Black Hat anymore, it's Rack. Yeah, it's Rack. Sorry. Okay. Follow along, take notes. So Rack. He, Rack. He came in earlier and there was three beers left in the fridge and said, don't touch my fucking beers. And he left for like two hours. Uh, did you fucking duck? You fucking not take on him? No. I didn't drink them. I wasn't a big beer drinker at the time. Dan and Jesse drank those three beers. We went to bed. <laughs> okay. Out of bunk beds... We made from scratch. They were not safe. It literally reminds you of Step Brothers right now. What you're telling your head, and once he gets on top, it just goes down. Picture me and another grown man openly masturbating on those bunks at the same time. Yeah, it's terrifying. If you knew him, I knew Dan was masturbating above me, so I just. Not that it would get me off, but I'm like, oh, well, if the bed's already shaking, I might as well not waste this time. Yeah, next thing you know, goddamn Noah's Ark for... <laughs> yeah, if I was going to die, I might as well... <laughs> Anyways, so he comes in and he goes, Romo, you motherfucker. And I peel back the spot, and I'm just wearing Ranger panties. I peel back my curtain to my jack shack, I'm like, what do you want, rack? And he's like, you drink my beers, you motherfucker. And I'm like... And he's so drunk he can't talk. He still has two beers in one of each of his back pockets. He's like, can't. You drink my beers, motherfucker. I'm like, I didn't. You should go to bed, though. I try to be polite and courteous. And he goes, fuck you. And I get out of bed. He's like, what are you going to do about it? And so I slammed him into the wall and it got him in a guillotine. By the way, is that how it really sounds? Worse. (laughs) 
he got out because he was smoking crack. <laughs> in so, the army? Yeah, and not like crack, like a euphemism for like, hey, he was doing drugs. Crack cocaine. Like, like straight rock. his lip and, yeah, whole, whole deal. Like straight rock. Yeah. And so... That crack rack. And so he, uh, I went to get him in a guillotine and he was sitting on something. And when I went to sprawl out, re-extend his neck so I could really sink it, he fell off. And when I sprawled out on his shoulders, all my weight went on him and his face slammed hard into his stomach. And we heard every vertebrae just go and hyper extend. I was like, I killed him. That was instantly the thought when we hit the ground. I was like, he's dead. And Dan's just on the couch giggling. And so Rack, Rack gets back Not up. Not Dad, but Rack. And he can't see straight. <laughs> and one of his eyes is completely closed. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> and we had the heavy-duty steel doors, and I slammed him through it, threw him out the door. The lock was uh, busted, but he didn't come back in the rest of the night. And I go to get back in bed, and I'm laying there, and I just hear Dan go, you know, if you would have killed him, I was already planning to just chuck him down the stairs. Nobody would have asked a fucking thing. I was like, oh, you should have told me that because I would have just killed him. <laughs> that guy was the biggest piece of shit. Dude. Yeah, as we're trying to plan kill each other off that, God. No, I didn't plan to kill him. Just almost barely just happened. Just kind of kill him or what? It's strengthening the gene pool. <laughs> But yeah, he's uh, probably dead now, I'll say. Probably. All his teeth are brown in the last Facebook picture I saw. And that was four years ago, so. Let's not, let's not go with that. So anyways, give me, there's a good uh, army dumb story. Not that I ever deployed did anything cool, but you know. Give me a good bar story. Uh, which one? I, they, I only have one good bar story, so you share with me. I have two good bar stories. You share with me. Okay. Actually, uh, <coughs> probably my favorite and best one is. Uh, oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get wine drunk. Oh. oh this is actually really tasty. It's actually really really good taste. Cupcake. I'll drink them. I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> no, no, it's Moscato. Drinks. It's Moscato. The name of the brand is called Cupcake. Shout out, by the way. No, I'm not gonna hate as long as it's not <laughs> sugary. It is. I'll drink it. It is. I'm still gonna drink it. <laughs> I'm just gonna. My head's gonna hurt tomorrow. Yeah, true. Sure. Well, cheers. Cheers for our oh, first yeah. podcast, by the way. Yep. Cheers. Sponsored by. Uh, not sponsored by. Uh, here's Fireball. Lubricated by Fireball. Lubricated by Fireball. There you go. Oh. No. So probably one of the best ones is that. Uh, we're at my bar. It's called uh, Three Pints Pub out in El Paso, Texas. Please check it out. Really, really fun stuff. But, uh, no, so we had a fight. We were showing a fight, a UFC fight, actually, and it was the Ronda Rousey. And I want to say she was protecting, she, yeah, she was protecting her belt. Yep, me and Daly came in to drink at, like, That's right. opening at 12. We thought we were being <laughs> slick. We're going to get past the paying the cover charge. John just shut down the bar. Didn't kick us out being a nice guy, but then he was like, pay your fucking $5 now because you're not going to have it later. And, and you know like, what? It was only $5. That was the crazy part. Is it's only that $5. Was good. You know? that, that solid deal. We didn't argue. We gave up the $5. I was like, based on my past history, I know I'm a piece of shit. And yep, here's your $5. <laughs> okay, so John, by the way, is our, our, our manager slash bouncer 
but was he Ramos. was my LT when I was in Cuba. That's right. And uh, yeah, so I get you that. Right, cool. So we went in there. Uh, me and my coworker Lexi. Well, well, she'll probably be on the show eventually. Uh, Are we gonna let women on the show? Are we that progressive? You need to stop right there. She'll probably whoop your ass. For no, she would. She would. I had to talk with her the other night, and I'm like, she'll probably kick your other one you're testicle. One of, you're one of the only women that like genuinely intimidate me, and I thought you hated me for the past six years. No, she'll whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. she's. Be nice to her because if not, most of us will whoop your ass. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you, if we don't, they're scary firemen. Boyfriend will, and he's yeah, he knows how to fight. He knows how to gently scrap. I thought he, he knows was how to gently scrap. Stripper. No. <laughs> so he's no, he's not. He's legit, legitimately a fireman. Awesome dude, and uh, he's a lieutenant. By the way, also has talents, and she will, like an eagle getting a trout out of a pond, she will steal your soul from your body. <laughs> <laughs> no, so but uh. <laughs> So basically, come back to, uh, I kid you not, it, it is, so we shut down the bar, slash, by shutting down the bar meeting, we literally just tell people, hey, you know what, at 5 o'clock, we get people out. No, it was just me and Daly. John well, yeah. locked the doors and said, give me five bucks or get the fuck out. Yeah, so basically, we just tell people, like, hey, you know what, people, I'll take another one. But we told people, hey, you know what? If you want to stay for the, if you want to stay for the fight, just pay five bucks and you'll stay. Cool. So, kid you not, that was at five o'clock. By six fifteen, the bar was packed, and by packed meaning, I'm talking about like we have a two hundred like seventy five slash seventy eight capacity, so it's a pretty spacious bar. I get you that. By 6.15, this place was up and popping. 180 people, we were at, at least. Yeah, close to it already. And uh, I kid you not. Cool, great, awesome. Me and Lexi just got in there. We're hustling, bustling. We're doing whatever we got to do. And I kid you not. One of our servers, his name's Sean, goes in there. Goes in the men's restroom. And all I hear is, what the fuck? He yells it so loud to where, like I said, I'm just doing my thing, working, whatever. I kid you not. I hear him, and he's just like, I look over. He comes out and discusses, like, what the fuck? Once again, I'm like, what's up, dude? Like, what's going on? And I kid you not, someone shit in the urinal. And what blows my fucking mind is the simple fact that it is 200 plus people in there. Almost I'm 300. At least. And guys going in and out of the restroom. Shit. Somehow, some way, shit in the urinal. In the urinal. Like, I'm talking about, like, it was a nice, gnarly little log. Dude, and a log. It looked like his girlfriend pegs him on the rig. <laughs> It was bad. It had backslash and everything. And it like, looks like colon cancer if you could just visualize colon cancer. It was bad. So I kid you not. So I'm like, what? I'm like, 
we're almost at capacity. There's guys going in and out of that fucking restroom, like in and out. And I was going in and out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Till this day, I still call the guy the shit bandit, the shit bandit. Because you know what's funny is not only did it happen once, it happened twice, at another fight, where it was Conor uh, McGregor. Shit, you not. Shit, you yes. <laughs> no pun intended there, but yes. The fucking shit bandit shit once again left his trademark and left. To this day, we still don't know who he is, and we have still yet to see another shit bandit happen. Shout out to the shit, shit bandit. Shit bandit, shout out. Cheers to Cheers. you. Cheers. But uh, yes. Yeah, the only good story I have is um, it was the night I started short, short night for the guys. <laughs> At Pints when I was barred back in there. And I got... I was wearing skin airtight Magpul UDT shorts. <laughs> By the way, I, I don't know what those are, but I'm pretty sure people with their military... You know, Give them a goo. They're worth it. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> and, uh... So, I show up in those. Ingram made his own Daisy Dukes. And, uh... Tommy made, uh, was wearing ranger panties, or uh, not ranger panties, the marine ones that aren't as cool. <laughs> you know, uh, that's just time for a fight right there, one. But right. I, I've met the guy. <laughs> he does work together. He might try to fight me, but I'll kiss him on the mouth and win that <laughs> fight real quick. And so we all show up and uh, good night, solid night. We got lots of compliments. We were told we were allowed to do it once a month again, and I was like, awesome. John was... Um, <laughs> he, he was literally like one of those, like, just put his hand over his head, and just kind of like... No, he straight up pulled me aside and was like, I got you for you guys to get you a job, and this is how you fucking repay me. <laughs> I'm like, I take this seriously as a business, and I was not trying to insinuate any of that. Not that John was in the wrong to say any of that, by the way. But I was just like... I was like... Ew. It was fun, and everybody had fun, so we're also allowed to do it again, so you know I'm about to do it with shorter shorts. Um, hey, Huey. It's mine or yours? It's yours. Sorry. And so, uh, good night, clean up. Couple outside getting in a fight. Across the street over at the Valero. <laughs> right, all right, cool. I far away. remember this. Far yeah. away, I didn't say shit. I had just gotten a brand new gray three pints uh, t-shirt at the time. I was pretty pumped about it. Pretty snazzy, actually. It, it was snazzy. Showed off my man boobies. Good. <laughs> and uh, I was in shape at the time, so it was a medium. Or a shmedium. <laughs> and uh, the girls start causing a ruckus. And so I, I go outside like, what the fuck's going on? Like... The girls, as a guy, you should protect women. And so I was like, what the fuck's going on outside? And this guy's trying to talk to him. I'm like, what the fuck? He talks to me like he is not only 100% Italian, but then was also used in a crisper to get more Italian DNA put in him. So much hand movement. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He's what like, I'm going to fight. He called him a, a fourth... Gener- or fourth generation Italian? No, he was like a negative tenth generation. He was the people that like settled in Italy and started the hand movement thing. Like this guy wouldn't 
A, he wouldn't shut the fuck up. B, he wouldn't stop waving his hands around. So I'm like, all right, cool. What's going on? Dude, we got in a fight. I'm just trying to get a ride home. Can one of you guys give me a ride home? I'm like, dude, we're all working. Leave the girls alone. They're kind of off put by you. Just deal with me. What's going on? He's like, oh, we kind of got in a fight. My wife's okay. My brother's okay. Some other dude took off. All right. And he was all right. Or some shit like that. So we ended up getting him an Uber. Eric bought him an Uber. Actually, by the way, yeah, it was, I got him an Uber. <laughs> I was fucking scared. Because he cause... wouldn't get the fuck out of there. And then all of a sudden I turn around from talking to him and all the girls are like, oh my God. I'm like, what? And I look down. <laughs> he had been stabbed in the hand. And the whole time he's talking, he's fleeing blood all over me. And I'm just like, brand new UDT shorts that I look fucking good and like 70s porn star good. And just head, brand new shirt, everything head to toes, just blood. And I'm just like, AIDS. <laughs> and by the way, this is after the bar closed. So I mean, this is what's Yeah, this like, is like 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, we had our team smoke. We were ready to like... By the way, team smoke, the what, what team smoke is, it's literally once all our tills and everything get fucking counted and everything... Good. So, I like it. Yeah, right. Cupcake, it's not bad. Cupcake right. wine. Yeah, cupcake Shout wine. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, not bad. But, uh, so I kid you not. So it, what it is, it's literally, hey, <coughs> before we start cleaning the whole entire bar and everything, what we do is we literally go outside, we have our smoke break, and we kind of talk about the whole entire night on what happened, who, what, when, where, who stiffed us, who didn't. Um, if they're being able, if you're in the military, it's an AR. Just pros, cons, what happened, how we can do better. Oh, is that what that is? Or yeah. what, what do you guys call it? An AR after action review. <coughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's probably something. Yeah, they should probably start calling it for now. What was it? AAR? We're not going to use military okay. lingo right, on this. Right, I'll cool. fucking. I'd rather get a hand job in a sandstorm. <laughs> but yeah, so. I, I turn around and I'm just covered in blood and the girls are like, oh my god. Motherfucker. Like, cheers. Cheers. Shout out to uh, being HIV negative. That's right. <laughs> I forgot that was Southern Comfort. I haven't drank that since I was 14. What's a little bit of everything around this house? Ugh. Ooh. Oh, we're good wagger whiskey. You'll be tonight. okay. You'll be okay. And so, yeah, that that's my best story. I'm not going to drag that out any further. <laughs> I feel that was probably painful for y'all's earballs. But, uh, hey, I want to give a couple quick shout-outs right now. Uh, first of all, um, Austin, definitely... Um, Austin is a local artist here for Austin Freeman. Um, I've been, I met him honestly working calves and flanking him the first time I did that. And uh, he, he's a local musician. He's over in Germany right now, active duty military. Go support him like his shit. He's awesome. Uh, Andrew Hayes, Nikki, I'm not going to try to pronounce your last Baloo. name. Baloo. Thank you. Like from the Jungle Book. Lisa <laughs> um, Ann Vera, Louise Ravilla, Valerie, 
Danielson, Tanya Garcia, Cheyenne Summer, Brittany Rico, Heather Joe Brantz, and uh, Anthony J. Guzlow. I apologize if I fucked that up. London Ariella. Also, I apologize if I fucked that up. <laughs> and uh, Amanda Sacedo. Uh, Amanda, you are also our first like, so definitely a shout out to you. We have absolutely no merchandise we can give you. I will <laughs> give you an IOU for a crisp high five, though. But hey, guys, thanks. We're just starting off. This is probably all bullshit. We'll see where it goes. Uh, we had a really solid first run, about 40 minutes of content, like I said earlier. We didn't record it. Um, if you're good with technology, hit us up and you can come join us. And actually, yeah, we're, we're planning to do this probably maybe like maybe like a Redneck Tuesday or Redneck Monday or maybe like a... A, a couple days a week, at least one episode a week. Um, structure, we're going to try to at least do one episode, edit a second episode if there's time. But definitely giving you guys different recipes for things once we get to that. Different um, drink, still called a recipe? Uh, yeah, technically. Just maybe, I mean, like I said, uh, for the most part, I mean, we try to at least do like maybe like Whiskey Wednesdays where we try to, you know, meet, new, me and Romo whiskey. or, yeah, you know, maybe a new I'm, whiskey like also, Lead Singers or you do maybe I'm, like. I'm, whis- I'm Romo, by the way, Zach Romo, the one nut wonder, dad, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> no, but I mean, for the most part, I mean, it's, in all honestly, uh, that's what we try to pertain to. Should be fun um, <coughs> for the most. Yeah, like I said. Um, yeah. Go ahead, go out there, salute, uh, salute. <laughs> yeah. Salute. I I was doing good on the first take. The <laughs> second take. Sloth or what? We've had some. We've had some uh, uh, social lubricants in us. Yeah, we'll be all um, right. Uh, salute. Salute your local veterans. Not, not literally. It's super uncomfortable. Just give people a handshake. Don't say thank you for your service because that's the most awkward thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, not that I did anything great with my career, but other people, just hey, shake hands, say you're awesome. Go support a veteran-owned company. Um, any any sort of supportive towards veterans. With I mean. That being said, with sleep anything. with one, uh, <laughs> really, doesn't have to be but monetary. But buy him a shot. Maybe you know, uh, give the give a some sort of donation towards any kind of vet, uh, veteran uh, association. Really, yeah. honestly, and hey, there's a lot of veterans out there that that need really it. made a difference. Yeah, really absolutely. sacrificed a lot. Support those guys. Uh, tip your bartender. Not um, slash waitress or waiter, whoever it stripper. is, stripper, <laughs> escort. You know, everyone's trying to make it. Everyone's trying to make a buck. Um, just remember, guys. You know, uh, us bartenders slash waitresses slash hostess, whoever it is, we all work for two dollars an hour. That's it. Um, that extra dollar make, does make a difference. It really, really does. I mean, it being a dollar two, you know what? It's just thirteen dollars one night. That was super depressing. See, that, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, like I can afford to get to and from work. 
But you know what? That's that's the point is you still got tipped thirteen dollars. That was the bar back. I didn't make nothing. <laughs> I made I made twenty dollars during short short nights, and then other than that, it was just like here's your dollar. I was like, at least I'm not home. Um, we're so bored. Just listen to the podcast. Give us criticism. Tell us what you think we could do better. Good, bad, and different. Absolutely. We're not going to cry except for in each other's arms after lovemaking. So, <laughs> by the way, that's not happening, but. <laughs> oh. What the uh, fuck did I start doing this shit? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Broker James. Hopefully, you do another podcast for me then. That's okay. <laughs> I already roofied you. Oh. Well, that explains why this tastes so good then. <laughs> Dude, I am like a connoisseur of roofies. You could roofie me up and be like, this is cheap Mexican stuff. You better get me that Polish-grade pharmaceutical <laughs> stuff. Finland stuff? If you're trying to get in my butt. No, no. Yeah, that's for the Lord. So, uh, yep. Anyways, that's us signing off. I'm Zach the Nut. And I am Eric Mean. Have a good night, guys. You guys take care. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, we're back here again with the second segment of uh, Bouncing and... I'm sorry. Uh, <clears throat> what's it called? Adventures in Cuba and Crackheads with the Apples. Hey, did you ever deal with shit Chicago? Are you talking about the, the urinal juicer? The guy that just shit all over his cell and would, like, paint shit on the walls? Uh, no, I didn't have to deal with him. But I did have to deal with the, uh, the, uh, disciplinary block guys no me and Clark got put on that block a lot and we would always escort the detainees and like they would try to talk shit and they're like hey you're not allowed to search the holy areas and blah 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 and we would fuck those guys up it was uh it was fun it, it was a good learning experience of how to get away with shit in the military and the government system <laughs> They're so bad at their job. I don't give a fuck. Okay, so like, <clears throat> like in the last segment, John, what uh, what I was asking is, I could have sworn I heard you uh, talking some something about maybe like a a high school reunion, and somebody reunion? got reunion. Re, reunion. There we go. Row. <laughs> but but like, <clears throat> one of our people got tased or something like that. Like. Oh God, yeah. So this is uh, so. This is a flashback to I think like your probably, first year. Second yeah, it was my year? first year. First year. First year at the bar. Probably my first month at the bar. Like it's definitely my first summer at the bar. Like so, I hadn't worked there long. Um, Andres had a. 20-year reunion? By the way, 25. shout out to Andres. That's where I went to high school and a bunch of my colleagues did, so... Sorry, but go ahead. <laughs> not, yeah, not, the, a year, uh, not a year, not a year, so that's good. Yeah, the dirtiest of hood rat schools. <laughs> it produced you. <laughs> so, there's a, a 20... At least 25. It was 2025. These people are all in their mid the late 40s um had a big party they showed up randomly bar was packed um 
there was, uh, we get to the end of the night. We had no problems throughout the night that I can remember that stand out. Uh, we get to the end of the night, kind of closing up the bar. At this time, it was, I was a, I was a bouncer, and we had uh, Clyde toward the door, who was, if you listen to part one, uh, I'm nine feet tall. Clyde was probably like 12 feet tall. He was like a, he was, he was taller than me. Real, real cool black dude. I think he was a staff sergeant of the army at the time. And we had Mark. Mark was our standby doorman. I, I don't even know what to say about Mark. He, was, he wasn't a fighter. He didn't, he couldn't, he couldn't back you up in a fight. He wasn't a tough, didn't look like a tough kid. Always backed out of shit wasn't a good doorman. A pussy. But, you're you're describing a pussy. Yeah, he wasn't a good doorman. He was just, he was there when I got hired on, so he just kind of stayed there until he, I ended up firing him for drinking on the job. Uh, so, there's the big group of 25-year reunion people. The other group involved was a family of cholos. <laughs> Cholos? Uh, yeah. Fuck it. The uh, LML, I think, is the who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Los Midnight yeah. Locos. Yeah. What is it? Los Midnight Locos. Yeah, whatever that is in English. <laughs> uh, shout out to Face, Sleepy, Sparky, and all the boys. Uh, Th- those were the cool guys, though. I'm sorry. Those were the guys that who respected you and like. Yeah, they called me Big Swole. That was my street name. I was Big Swole. <laughs> I had fucking street cred in the Nelf. Gotcha. Uh, so anyway, they're walking out because there was kind of like, like that's that's where it started. There was a little conflict over. Apparently, somebody was looking at somebody's daughter. Her son-in-law, like, uh, yeah, daughter. I it was daughter. And was trying to dance with her. Of age and, or? Yeah. Everybody was of age. Somebody was trying to dance with somebody's daughter. And the son-in-law and father got pissed off. So, like, there's a little shit talking. We split them up. And we're like, hey, you guys, it's, it's closing time anyway. You're closed out. Why don't you guys just go ahead and walk that way I'll make sure you know nobody gets in between you you guys are good so the cholos walk outside well out of nowhere outside the door I think it was right outside the door the uncle and the son-in-law chief shot um Sparky that's who it was the chief shot Sparky okay so before before you start the whole entire spiel so how many cholos do you say there were there? Um, and they had a family party, so there was at least twenty. Oh shit! So it was a pretty twenty. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right for cholos. Clusterfuck. That's what uh, National Geographic yeah. calls it. It was a clusterfuck like of cholos. There was twenty to twenty-five cholos, uh, a, a range of like male cholos, female cholos, old cholos, young cholos. There was probably about 15 of them in, like, the fighting age. 15, 10 to 15 who were actually a fighting age male cholos. I just see you calling them this shit, like, we're deployed. 
Uh, we have 15 uh, fighting military-age males, all armed. They're wearing uh, dicky shorts and high white socks. <laughs> hey, those are my favorite people. And, no, I don't. <laughs> and by the way, how many, uh, well, obviously it was a fucking high school reunion, so how many say you uh, have? Dick load. A dick load. I like, don't even know how. Like more than 20, obviously? More than 20, a dick load, I don't. <laughs> okay. So there's a cheap shot, and it ends in a dog pile out front. Out of the corner of my eyes, I see Clyde go run for it. He dives into it, try and, tries to break it up. Um, you know, 30 seconds, a minute after him, I dive in it. We split everybody up, push everybody in, you know, apart. Start giving the whole, hey, get the fuck out of here. You got to go. Get out of here, go. And... This is when all hell breaks loose. We start getting these little pockets of fights between cholos and the older people. So, so I take it that's where, like, over here in the corner. Yeah, that we have people. Yeah, we have like two people randomly over here squaring off that we're trying to step, separate, and then the original one kicks back off, and then there's a new fight over here. There's just you know, there's only three of us. Two of us were actively trying to do anything. That reminds me of my childhood. Strangely, I have a good story about that after you're done. We're getting there. This one's a long one. Yeah, continue. <laughs> more rambling. <laughs> it's uh, not like we're going to lose listeners, so. Yeah, there's there's one person listening, and he's probably asleep. He's in his mom's so. basement, just fell asleep with his hand on his dick, trying to play, can I jerk off before I fell asleep? And he yeah, lost. Ball, yeah, balls deep in the family cat, just <laughs> trying not to fall asleep. They are hard to fuck. Let me tell you that. You gotta catch them. <laughs> catch them all. Uh, okay, so, yeah. So, yeah, so their little fights are breaking off. Um, I remember where I got the nickname Big Swall from <laughs> is there's these, like, two, like, ch- most cholos aren't very big. There's these two guys, they're probably, like, a buck fifty a piece at max. And I just, like, I bear hug around two of them, picked them both up, and we're like, you're done fighting, and I'm like holding them back and like put them on top of a, a car hood, like you're done fucking fighting. And I'm like trying to like one of the homies that went and grabbed their car, a Honda Civic, of course. <laughs> and I'm like showing them towards the car, like, and I'm I'm being an asshole to them, like I'm like I know you motherfuckers have warrants. Get in your fucking cars and get the fuck out of here. The cops are on the way. It's awfully white of you, John. Yeah, I know. I was I, I'm a concerned white person. I'm a friend to. uh to all minorities. I know I don't look like it. I look like a Nazi poster boy. Like, I, I look like if the Aryan Brotherhood was recruiting, I would probably knock on your door. Like, you remind me of that poem from Alice in Wonderland, The Carpenter and the Walrus. Oh, yeah. Anybody that's taking streams is going to remember this. You just <laughs> remember John and that, and you're going to be like, oh, shit, the mustache. I get it. That was yeah. pretty gnarly mustache he had, though. I'm not going to lie. He still has it. We just FaceTimed him. Oh, no, true. You're right. <laughs> we just it's, saw it. It's, and yeah, his second feel... chin has a nice little goatee. I like that, by yeah. the way. No, you, sh- you should have seen me a month ago. I just trimmed my mustache way up. It was super long. Like, you couldn't see my top lip. Like, it was covering my bottom lip. Shut up. It was a caterpillar. Was Why did you trim it? Um, because if... I, I, I went and got all trimmed up for Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. And... Gotcha. Like a turkey? 
Yeah, and the lady was like, "Do you want me just to trim your mustache?" And I'm like, uh, "No, just just even out, you know, just even it out." So her first swipe just like jumped half of it, like, "Oh," and just you know, I almost bet, shaved me. <laughs> I know? bet you your wife had something to do with that. Like, here's an extra twenty dollar tip if you were to. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, no, Jim is the same way. I, I tried to grow a beard for about a month. And I'm Joe Dirt, man. It just doesn't grow in good. I get a good chin, a dirty mustache, and a patchy chin. My neck game is strong, but I trim that up. and it, I'm sure if I had months living in the mountains, like I would come back with a good beard. I know that, but I don't have that opportunity. And my girlfriend doesn't like facial hair, and I like pussy, so we compromise, and I shave and get fucked, so get fucked. Yep. I, I get to fuck. There's no strap-ons involved. Yeah, I, I only grow a mustache well. That's true. The finger at me. <laughs> okay. No more dead, no dead air. No, 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 wait, no, no, I'm sorry, but... <clears throat> No, but, okay, so, all right, so, shit pops off, whatever. Yeah, jumping back in the fight story. Uh-huh. All right, so at this point, um, the Cholos are gone. So the original half of the fight is gone. Um, they're just, like, pockets of... Little fights. Peop- yeah, people from the the, uh, the reunion, and now just randoms. Like, we have army dudes who are just like, hey, there's a fucking fight kicking off. Let's bar fight. and and then just random drunks who are trying to fight and then like parts of the reunion are fighting like themselves because they're trying to like oh no let me pull my drunk friend back and then drunk friend tries to fight it's you know it's a shit show so um, at one point me and Clyde are like back to back fighting like full on like 1960s Batman like bing bang (laughs) And, like, grab this army kid around the waist and just suplex him. Oh, Just, sh- like, boom, just go from, like, hip tops, like, hip toss over my shoulder, spike this kid, put him out. I get up, and this dude's walking towards me, and I'm, like, I cock a right hand. Like, shit, I don't know at this point. I think everybody's trying to get us. He goes, no, 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 don't hit me. Hands me a business card for this, like, shitty MMA gym down <laughs> in, like, Central. Like, <laughs> It, it was it was so random. I used to have it because I thought it was funny and shit. Like it, it like you couldn't find it on Facebook. Like that's how shitty the gym was. And the dude was like, "Here you go, man. I just I like your moves. I want you to come fight for us." Swear while, while this whole entire fight's going on. Swear to God, it was hilarious. <laughs> so the fight's still going. Shit's still like for some whatever reason the cops took forever. It took forever to get there. Well, that's what Paso PD for you, though. Yeah, or at least it felt like forever. <laughs> I, it could have been, I don't know how long it took. Like, no, true, 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 yeah. It, it felt like an hour. It was probably 20 minutes. Um, so, that fight's over. I see the next fight of, like, I can't remember the dude's name. I think his name was John, too. John, like, too? Uh, no, his name was John as well. As well. As well. Yeah. I've heard I that last remember. name many, many a time. Uh, he, like, there's this girl trying to, like, pull him out of the fight and trying to get him to not fight. And he, like, 
knocks her down. And Misty, who was uh, one of our bartenders. At the time, right? Yeah, at the time. Tries also to get a involved. famous Pokemon trainer. Yeah, also a famous Pokemon trainer. Tries to get involved. This dude knocks her down. She is, the way she's positioned, she can't catch herself. So she falls, skips her head off the concrete. She's knocked the fuck out. Oh, snap. Please tell me this kid died. So this kicks off the fight again. Because now everybody's like, ooh, there's a girl down. He just he just showed everybody, knocked her over. He just did this. Now there's another fight. Uh, me and Clyde jump in there. Like, we just rush to her. Like, try to put ourselves over her. Somebody drags her out. Tries to, like, get her, like, some aid, some medical. Like, just pull her back inside. This is why when you guys work for the bar now, you have to sign that we will not go outside during a fight agreement. Well, that's just common sense, though. I mean, you yeah, guys get, but do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> no, you remember never the made me sign that paperwork. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I mean, us but bartenders and servers, yeah, we, yeah, I remember us by, yeah. uh, signing that. I correct. feel like me, they're just like, we're not going to have you sign that. You yeah. are our reserves. You're the national guard of the bar. Congratulations, faggot. <laughs> yeah, you're you're on the bench. Well, anyway, that's why you guys have to sign that. It's no. because of this night. No, I can so, understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So we get her out of there. At this point. DJ Phony uh, comes out shout with out. a taser. Yeah, shout out DJ Phony. <laughs> he, he's there every Saturday, every Friday playing the exact same music. Did he have week. the taser under Four his mask while blowing smoke or what? Uh, I don't know where he keeps it. I don't want to know where he keeps it. <laughs> but he comes outside. I watched him like, lip sync to Bohemian Rhapsody the other night. And I thought of you, John. I almost wanted to FaceTime you if I had your number. I would have. What? Well, now you do have my number, and feel free to FaceTime me when you're making fun oh, of it. it was so good. And then you did Bon Jovi, and I was like, you know you're not singing, right? But he rocked it like he was, oh, yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah. man. You I'm make my convinced. penis shrink by, like, four yeah. inches. Yeah, he, he hates me, and I'm still convinced he tried to, like, because mysteriously some sheriff came to the bar and tried to serve me with paperwork, paperwork after I left. And I'm still almost, I have like a feeling that he tried to have me like serve with a restraining order. <laughs> no, well, okay. Uh, you were saying that he came out with the taser? He came, yeah. He's the so number he's one three. DJ in El Paso, so fuck off. Yeah, up. number one DJ in El Paso. So he comes outside sparking his taser. Like, you know that sound of taser make that snapping noise? <laughs> Blackwell <laughs> cried in the bathroom stall because of it. Yeah, it's, if, if anybody out there has ever heard the snapping of a taser, and you know what a taser feels like. It's not a good day. I would, I, you know, it just hurts. It's a, it's a different kind of hurt, but it just, a, it's a shitty, shitty feeling to get tased and get tased well. So he comes running out, like holding it down, like by his like waist, just like snapping at everybody. Cause apparently he used to be a cop. Somebody's told me he, he tells me, I don't believe it, but whatever. I don't so fucking weren't. believe it either. I'm gonna fucking talk to Tony, and we're gonna we're gonna have a fucking podcast with Tony. Yeah, ooh, ooh, I'll be a call in on that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, hey, you said that you said this live, okay? So you know I will oh, do this, will John. So you can't you can't one. out awkward me or make me feel bad. You know that. Oh. Hey, I'll walk away. I'll walk away and like. 
I'll go buy some. You know, this will be a, a night when Eric's on vacation, and I'm like, "Hey, we need content for the podcast. Let's yeah, stir up I'll, some I'll shit in the cauldron." I'll talk to him. I don't. I don't have. A, I have no qualms about it. <laughs> no, but beforehand, I'm gonna go like research El Paso PD and everybody else, and be like, "Oh, you're a cop." El Paso PD says you're full of shit, Dwight. <laughs> It wasn't El Paso. I think it was like in near San, San Antonio. Mexico? Probably Mexico. No, no, from what I remember, I think it was Colleen. Yeah, maybe it was Colleen. Something like that. It so was like East, East Texas. Texas, yeah. But I'm sorry, you were saying that so he comes out rambling and fucking. Yeah, so he comes out. Taser. You know, hitting the taser, trying to scare people off. It has no effect. <laughs> like his music. Yeah, like his music. So. He tases the closest person to him in the fight, in like this little like dog pile of like people, right? The person he's the size to tase is our barback. Oh snap! Who is his name? Is Sleepy? Now, Sleepy, Sleepy actually lived with me for like four or five months because he was going to be homeless, and I kept his little fucking ass off the streets. Which was a bad idea because he turned out to be a shitbag. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like, he was one of those kids who like worked too hard to be homeless. And you're like, dude, you can come stay with me until you get on your feet. And then it turned out he was going to be homeless for a reason because he was a piece of shit. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, Sleepy is like 150 pounds. But as we know from the podcast already, I'm nine feet tall. Sleepy was probably 30 feet tall. Oh, he, was, he, he was the, he was like, the tallest, skinniest person you've ever met in your life. Okay, how how tall was he really? Put that way. Legitimately, he was probably six four, six five. Holy shit! Okay. And, and just and like like I said, like one hundred and sixty pounds, just a fucking stick. You used to absolutely like. There was a time when he barbacked and worked hard, and this kid could work circles around anybody. Like that's not true. Him. I was a good barback. I just wasn't a good. Yeah, Eric, you you tell me the best bar back you know. I guarantee, like this kid wasn't skilled, but I guarantee he would outwork him. No shit. He could he could wash dishes like a motherfucker. He like he would take a full rack of dishes and and knock it out in a minute, and then come back with three cases of beer and a bucket of ice. Like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, he was he was fast. He he was just he was on a shit. Gotcha. Anyway, so he is just out there trying to separate people. Just because, it, like I said, it was me and Clyde were the only people trying to like stop fights and have people fighting us. And we're talking he's about out. we're talking about Tony here, right? He's just out here trying to. Yeah. Think. Okay. Yeah. So he he's I guess Tony is now also trying to help. So this kid Sleepy, he's trying to pull somebody off. Tony, who knew Sleepy, tases him like gets him right in the spine. Just. <laughs> I'll never forget it. He goes like stiff as a board, and I just hear this like, oh, as he just like <laughs> stiff as a board, just goes down flat, just boom. So he literally tased one of his bar patrons or oh, one of his bar fucking yeah. co-workers, and like t- like I said, tased the shit out of him. Didn't just like zap, nick him. He got him and put him down. Like he locked his body up and he hit. Oh shit. Yeah, and like he's like, I can't feel my arm. Like it's up, like his arms tingling and shit. And then, so at this point, 
roughly at this point, cops show up. So they're splitting everybody apart. Um, oh, no, I, I guess the one detail. Like, as so he goes down, Sleepy's out. They get this, we get the girl inside, Sleepy inside now because he just got tased. Get Tony off of everybody. Now the original dude who started everything is back and wanting to fight. Oh, snap. He has, he, he takes a cheap shot. And this was, you know, maybe the Cholas were back at this point. It, it, it was, like I said, it was five years ago. Oh, shit. So they all came back again? Yeah. It, it was a shit show. So I have two of the, like I had said, or I no, I had skipped this part. Sorry, but this is a good part of the story. So when I had, like, I would said something earlier about picking up two Cholos and, like, shoving them on the hood and holding them back. Yes. Well, this dude, when I have holding both of them, cheap shots the shit out of one of these kids oh while they're on the hood yeah well when he goes to run all the cellos are behind him catch him somebody knocks him the fuck out and then they have like that you know that the cliche 90s rap video fish islands where they're all stomping out the camera yeah yeah, yeah. that's what they do to him oh snap yeah so like Oh, God, it was bad. So, fast forward to the end of the night. We're separating everybody out. The cops show up. And we're, like, pointing out, like, okay, this dude needs to go to jail. He started a fight. This dude needs to go to the jail. The dude who knocked out Misty and hit that other lady he was with. And then we eventually find him. The dude who had started the whole thing. The dude who cheap shot the cholos and got stomped out. Which was uh, an uncle. Which was an older uncle, correct? Yeah, which was an uncle or father or some shit of this girl so basically what I'm just trying to get at was he was older that's the yeah. whole <laughs> okay should have known better he is laying in the back of the seat like he's apparently had surgeries on his eye because he was all fucked up he's got nerve damage in his face like uh, that was the last thing I ever heard from him he was all like he was legitimately like the rest of his life fucked up from the fight no way. Yeah, like one of the one of the uh, Andrews people who finally came back told me about it. And then, uh, but the lasting part of that story is the fact that probably for a year, year and a half after that, we would get like negative reviews on Yelp and shit. Of like the bouncers carry tasers, and they're you know, and they're just looking to fight, and they you know they back up the the, the local cholos and riffraff. <laughs> and all this shit like we got we got so much negative negative publicity from that fight and then until like two years later when like Andrew started coming back and they realized the dude who had started the whole thing was a fucking royal asshole oh god <laughs> yeah it was nuts like every like for the longest time like cause I used to have a I'm just working in the bar I used to have my Gerber on my hip like my little multi-tool no yeah and everybody would like, is that a taser? Is that a taser? Is that a taser? And I'm like, no, dude, it's a fucking Kerber. Like, or, like, at one point, like, you would see, like, the phone, in my, like, my phone in my back pocket or my wallet in my back pocket, and there was a taser in his pocket. I would have just said, yep. Yeah, no, it was a pain in the ass. But that, that was, that was another huge, huge fight at the beginning of the, like, almost at the beginning of the history of the bar. 
Jesus. That was fight scaving, correct? Uh, that was... Oh, wait, wait. Uh, that was just a random... Yeah, that was just a, a high school reunion gone bad. So when's, when's the big fight, John? Is Was that your big fight story, or you got one more for us? Those are the two biggest. I can remember. Oh, jeez. Solid. The only other one of note I always like to tell is uh, the Dan and Greg. Greggy. Oh, by the way, Greggy is, well, his name's Greg, but really awesome patron. Comes in, minds his own business. He uh, he works. He's a, I think he's a super, no, he's not a superintendent, but he basically has a big role. And uh, he's building one of the biggest uh hospitals here in El Paso that's been going on for a little while but yeah he's either a site superintendent or a foreman yeah I can't he, remember I, I yeah. know he's been promoted a couple times he's a good dude yeah really 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 good guy but I mean from I, I actually do remember this it wasn't on my shift but I'm, I think it was the day after my shift dude we need to sponsor Jasper and get him to just tell his stories oh god that'd be great dude, too I, I'd, I'd sit at that man's feet and just let him tell me stories <laughs> Right? By Sorry, way, not to interrupt everything, no, no, but, no, but I, I would buy that man drinks all day just to hear bad. I set a rice patty for 18 hours to kill this Viet Cong general with a knife, and, 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 and I'd be like, I'll kiss you on the mouth, sir. <laughs> Thank you for serving our country. Um, yeah, if it, yeah, if anybody listening wants to like know what Jasper's like, he is... He looks a bit like he's a billion years old. A bit? He, he a, looks a, like... A billion, a billion. If a stiff wind comes, Jasper looks like he's about to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> but then you talk to him and you're like, you're a god, sir. Um, he, how may I serve I, you? Yeah, I remember one night, dude, uh, like some, some kid off the oil rig who had, had known Lexi from back in the day. So you can imagine, like, oil field worker. He yeah, was probably like just roughnecks. Just a roughneck. Yeah, he was yeah. like 6'2". Just a, like, you know, a stockier built dude. Was drunk off his ass. Looking to start trouble because he was getting turned down from the bartender. Well, he spikes his phone on the bar. Breaks his phone. Jasper, like we said, 120 pounds. Looks like he'll get knocked over by the wind. Just grabs the chunks of his phone slams it in front of his hey you don't do that fucking shit around here like, yeah just like t- gave this kid the what for like if you want to cause shit we'll go outside and I'll kick your fucking ass kill you and you'll never find the chunks of your body Jasper is oh, one of the more scarier individuals I've run across in my time Jasper would stab a dude like, stab a dude. dude I think Jasper would do worse than step dude. I really want to interview him now. Well, like said, like said, uh, he's he uh, he just got out. I'm pretty <laughs> just sure. Just got out of lockup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got out of prison, Jasper. All right. It's not like you just got out of the army. All right. Let's put it this way. <clears throat> he was on his tenth, or damn near close to it. I mean, he's he's up. It's up there. But I want to say he's close to like 85, 82. Dude, he's up there, man. 
And I can't, uh, I can't speculate. But and he literally, he's not a young man. He still did time. He did time last year. Last year, he like a fucking man too. Yeah, and you know what? He's just like, hey, you know what? Cool, great, awesome. Uh, last I heard, he's out now, and uh, good for him though. I mean, hopefully, uh, yeah. there's not many men that terrify me. Like, I know if I get a fight with a guy, win or lose, I get my ass kicked or I'll win. There's not a whole lot of folks that I get in a fight with where it's like... By the way, John's one of them, but... <laughs> so, John doesn't scare me. Oh. No. He, he's more of my masturbational fantasies, but doesn't scare me. You heard that, right? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> he doesn't sound yeah. so pleasant about it. So John's just... Or, uh, not John, but... Um, what's his face? Jasper. Jasper, yeah, I've had a couple beers. So Jasper's one of those guys where it's like, I'm scared to talk shit to you because three weeks later, under my bed, he's going to wait there for 24 hours just to get the chance to fucking, like, poke a pinprick in my fucking jugular while I'm asleep to the point where I don't notice and I'm still sleeping peacefully and then just, I die and nothing happens, like... I'm scared of Jasper because he's spooky. Yeah, that's that's the best way to put it. He's well, I mean, me and John, me and John will get in a fight, squirrel on, win, loser, indifferent, whatever. Jasper is gonna fucking talk some shit, talk me down, whatever, and then twelve hours later, you're gonna find me dead, drained of blood, and fucking he's, with nail polish on. Like, he's gonna, gonna do know, like no, what the fuck. What is it from Kill Bill? Like the the five point heart punch or whatever, yeah. where the dude takes five steps and his heart explodes. Like that would that would be like that's Jasper. <laughs> no, that sounds about right. I mean, he's been there with the. Um, I hate to say it, but I mean, like he's uh, as actually uh, BTDT. You know what? I've done that. Yeah, no. Um, actually, you know, serving him every Sunday and honestly for past damn fucking two three years. There. I can tell you one thing is. Jasper will not hold back when it comes to the, to the, uh, I guess uh, some good stories. the Asian, because he was there for fucking Vietnam, he was there before that, he was there for... He was in Cambodia and places he wasn't supposed to be necessarily during the... Exactly. No, yeah. And all this being said, my most proud moment as a bouncer is yanking some dude out, some older guy who was just being a dick and like trying to cause problems with waitresses. Like yanking that dude out of there, throwing him outside, and then like I felt bad. He like this dude was this old. Like I felt bad after I threw him out, and I'm like, because I saw him trying to get in his car, and I like yanked his keys away from him. And I threw him in his truck bed. And I'm like, dude, here's a glass of water, drink some water, calm down, get yourself straight, and then drive the fuck home. My proudest moment as a bouncer is every time I would see Jasper after that, he'd be like this like. The sweet southern old timey like gentleman just like did you know what I saw this man do this guy is the best bouncer in the world I saw him yank a guy out who was trying to fight him and then he gave him a glass of water <laughs> like <laughs> he's such a gentleman and then his daughter comes in oh. and you're his daughter comes in causing a ruckus and you're like bitch I know this man you can fuck off you can fuck did square he, off Man, he just like just knowing how much of a badass he is, the fact that he would like try to hype me up to people, 
I'd just be like, this is the like, I'd get such a chubby. I'm like, dude, this is the greatest thing that anybody's ever said to me. He's physically built three pints. I don't know if other people know that he also built the fucking building. Yeah. He physically, like, blood mortar, like, he made that place a place for us to be degenerates in. So, like, we should honor him as a deity. By the way, shout out Jasper. Cheers. We should start a Jasper day. Yeah, where you can only drink gin and tonics. Yeah, I'll do that's it. true. I'll, I'll, I'll throw back some Bombay and whatever no, tonic no, is. No, I, you know what? I think I want to say <coughs> this 80-plus-year-old man, I kid you not, probably is probably sh- it's really shitty out of me. Just because I don't know how to tell a fucking eighty-two-year-old veteran like, "Hey, I'm sorry. I think you've had enough." But you know, as but, a soldier, I will say I appreciate like you. I sit there like, "Hey, man, it's enough." But then you sit there and talk to him, and you just hear his stories, and whether they're big fish stories or not, you're just like, "Oh shit!" Like. Even if I cut your stories in half, oh shit, you did some stuff, your background checks out, Jesus Christ, you're a fucking, you're a hard-ass motherfucker. Not that I've ever done anything, I'm not trying to, Man. like, I'm I'm not the, the, the ruler to be measured by, I'm a fucking bitch, but, dude, you measure those guys and you're like... Oh shit, Jasper was a fucking badass motherfucker. But don't fuck with Jasper. We're, exactly. we're gonna keep giving him drinks. Exactly. As long as he's exactly. Calm. But that's what I'm just trying to get at. Is like, we're, I don't think there's a point in time where I could legitimately say, "Hey," and tell it to him's face. Tell him to his face, like, Jasper, you've had eighteen gin and tonics. Not only that, we took fucking eight shots of. Fucking red stag with fucking um, Mikey and fucking uh, Ricky Mikey, Davis. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those like, just, like dude, just I, remember, I remember me and Brian driving his fucking ass home into the desert. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Like, like how, how who am I? Who am I to tell this fucking like War War One fucking veteran? Like War <laughs> One, he's like. He invented the first bolt action rifle and no, hunted no. the buffalo. Not no, not really, but still saying no. The, the I, I apologize to Christina. The, I feel like I'm being yeah. bad. The Terminator is modeled off of Jasper. No, but he is the shit. No, what that, 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 that's what I'm saying though. It's like who am I? Who am I to be like? It's it's hard to correct to somebody tell, that's to tell that this like fucking eighty five year old veteran like, hey, you've had too much. Uh, let's give you a ride, that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying, like? Yeah, I will give him the fact that, like, sometimes he would, he would, like, sometimes he was bad, but sometimes he would catch on to the fact that, like, you were slow, intentionally slowing him down, cutting his drinks, and he would, like, key into that and chill out. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he'd catch them. You know, I love the fact that he would catch that. You know what I'm saying, like? And he'd be respectful about it, but also, my interactions with him... I've seen that man, respectfully, mind you, he'll pull bitches 
fucking my age, and he's just like, yep, that's what happens. He's he's just pulling bitch. Everyone else is having a rough time. He just magically shows up with a couple, a pair of unicorns, and he's like, yep, pulled these bitches, and he runs off into the fucking foliage with them, and you're like, Jasper, teach me your ways, master. Like, Jesus Christ, I don't know how you did that. Take it, John. I'm drunk. I'm pretty fucking uh, right uh, now. Uh, We've had three, three takes of this shit. Then we started another show, and I'm, I'm hurting. Yeah, we're getting pretty deep in it. Like, uh, according to my phone, we're on uh, an hour and fifty-three, almost fifty-four minutes. Yeah, man. I think I think it's almost time for the good night because I feel like we're gonna waste people's time. Just because we're out of stories, we need to at least restructure and come back with better stories. But uh, yeah, I, I gotta like sit down and like remember some good stories and like put together some bullet points so I don't ramble. Cause I'm a <laughs> man. Honestly, John, you and me could go to the Department of Defense and be like, "Can we talk about this?" Because we have some good stories that are not, God bless you, uh, radio safe, I guess we could say. <laughs> yeah, like the uh, the story of uh, how I got the nickname Blackheart Cuba, or at least the one dude liked to call me Blackheart Cuba. By the way, I think this is My some way story. Joel Rogan would actually follow us, by the way. Shout out to Joel Rogan, hopefully he follows us. Because this is something I feel like I'd he would love. I'd touch his dick with my mouth if you followed us. Okay, I'm I would watch you touch his dick with your mouth. I'm, I'm just saying. This I feel like he also has better followers, so he'd do it just out of spite. Like, congratulations, you feel like a faggot? I get that 10,000 times a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like this is something he would really like to hear just on a private podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like, high as fuck, just sitting in his isolation chamber, like, huh, faggots, so they think they're on a podcast? No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'd be happy to hear, like, just some really, like, underworld, like, like no, no, like. to hear podcasts furthering, but also, we're not doing it any favors, we're not putting knowledge out there, like, the people he talks to, we're just out there spewing shit out of our buttholes like we drink water out of fucking Tijuana. No, yes and no, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, it's, it, like, a, I mean, he's, I'm pretty sure he's heard of fucking stories at Guantanamo Bay, but not, like, actual story stories, you know what I'm saying, like... Me and John and, and, have ended stories at Guantanamo Bay. Okay, okay, well, he, that's what I'm just trying to get at, is, like, some fact that, John, Romo, you guys have, shout out to uh, Brower and Blackwell and... Hey, any veteran-owned company, in all honesty, I'm, oh, I'm super fucked up right now. <laughs> but uh, Lead Slingers, Black Black Rifle Coffee, I uh, have a subscription to you guys, drink you guys all the time. You're not gaining any followers by us by any means, but just, hey, support your local veterans. Uh, if, you, if you can't give them money, give them a blowjob. Something. Uh, and a piece of wisdom out of my own head. That I wisdom you earn, you know it's not knowledge that somebody passes on to you. 
Don't wear open-toed sandals to a bukkake session. There. Alright, that works too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's time for us to be done. Alright, John. It's good All talking right, to you, buddy. Uh, it's always a pleasure. I'm pretty sure we'll have you more on our podcast. Even if I'm not here, Zach's going to be here. So, I mean, you, you guys. Zach, I haven't heard you say Zach almost ever. Oh, so, I mean, you I, guys you guys will always be here. So, I mean, you guys could always do a, a session and all that good stuff. People will know. I'll never call Romo Zach. It'll never happen. Okay, Romo. <laughs> will you use my porn name? <laughs> I'm big in the gay porn community. John's my largest proprietor. <laughs> Just remember it. Bib, Papi, Juan. That's all yeah. it is. I can't translate, so I want to I wanna ja-ja-jaw with you. But I fucking can't when you say that. All right, guys. All right, have a good night. See you later, guys.